Dietz and Watson's been making meats and cheeses the right way since forever. What's that mean? It means never cutting corners, ever. It means cooking, not processing. It means our Virginia brand ham that's cooked to perfection, then twice baked to layer the flavors. It takes more time, but you can taste the difference. We come to work every day to do it the right way, even if it's the hard way. Because if it's not right for us, it's not right for you. Dietz and Watson, it's a family thing since 1939. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Oh, hello. What's up? Chris Sims Unbuttoned here with Josh Allen. If you're wondering what we're doing, I'm sitting in a massage chair. I'm up here at the Buffalo Bills facility. We're gonna have a brand catch. new facility. Brand new facility. Mm-hmm. Sorry. We have a little catch. We're gonna talk some ball, have some fun, play some games. Josh Allen or Josh Allen. But right now we're just chilling. Yeah. Going zero gravity right now. Zero gravity. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. Doctor said I need a bacchiotomy. <laughs> One of the first things I just want to like talk to you about. I mean, you you really are like one of my favorite quarterbacks in football. I appreciate that. I mean, you're fun to watch. When did you know, like, when you got here in Buffalo, like, oh, shit, you can swear on this, too. Okay. You can go, oh, shit, like, <laughs> I got a chance. When was your moment where you knew you belong and you knew you had a chance to be something maybe special? Um, I think it took a couple weeks to, like, for things to settle down for me. I think that Houston game, right. I was making plays on third down with my feet. You know, the ball was coming out really nice. Um, that ball I threw to Calvin Benjamin over the middle on the play that I got hurt. Right. I just came out so smooth. I was like, I saw it. It was cover four. Knew to take it over the top. It was a good fake. Got my head around. And at that point, I was like, all right, I think I got this down. And literally a split second later, that's when the elbow happened. Um, and obviously, we got to have DA and Matt come in. I got to learn from them, and that helped out a lot. Um, but I think going back to that Houston game, that's kind of when I was like, Okay, I can do this. Did you have that moment on like in the, uh, when you were on the sidelines, you know, when your elbow was hurt where you're going like, damn. Things like, started getting rolling, yeah. Yeah, right. It was, right. It was a little frustrating at that point. You know? I bet. And, but, but at the same time, like I know I had a few moments in my career where when I got on the sideline too, I, I reevaluated myself to go like, why am I making this so hard? Like, mm. what, like this is, I'm watching this guy throw to wide open receivers. What, what the hell am I doing? Exactly. And did you have that moment? Oh, yeah. Yeah? Yeah. And that's, I mean, especially when D.A. came in and just kind of seeing how he operated, how he watched film, his thought process when a play happened, and even small things that like come into a walkthrough and how precise he was, where he was trying to put the ball, where he wanted in walkthroughs and was actually throwing it and, like, making it practice-like. Right. Um, I know sometimes the receivers don't like that when they're kind of walking and the ball's coming a little fast, but even small little details like that, just trying to be precise all, all the time. That helped out for me. Right. Receivers complaining on walkthroughs that you're throwing the ball too yep. hard. I've heard that story before. Yep. Yeah, but that's what they got to get used to. All exactly. right, wait, so I wa- I'm going to walk over to you because I'm going to ask you something. Right. One, one thing, I always want to ask guys how they grip the ball. I'm always interested to see that. If you want to get a close-up on his hand. So you're two and under five. Yep. Always did that? Always. 
Always. Always. And wait, what'd you just do there? What are you showing? Just make sure I got a little air pocket so down right there. So you're into the... So the I'm not a flat, flat not a flat. Hand. Yeah. I'm a flat hander. Really? I am a flat hander, yeah. I don't know why, but I just always is a flat hander. So is your thumb a little higher or is it still I have a here? flexible thumb to where like I can... I have a double jointed thumb. Do you have a hitchhiker's thumb? I, I not, it's not, no, I do not have that. But who's got the more dysfunctional Ooh. thumb? The hitchhiker or the double jointed guy? But okay, so you're so yeah. I mean, like my dad is like you, where he mm. would go, I want to have a little space, but I always want to just like, I mean, I have a little, but it's. Were you not more much. kind of like a three quarter guy? Maybe around right around okay. there, right around there. But okay, so that's the other thing. Other thing I always wanted to ask you, um, college. I know like the shotgun. You had your other foot. Yeah. Forward. I've been kind of going back and forth on it. So yeah. So all right. So for all those out there listening, like, um, okay, of course Josh is a righty. Right, so that's how you do it now, which is more. No, I'm, I'm back to. You're back to the so other way. So before the elbow injury, I was I was right foot back. You're right foot back. After I got and started talking to DA and Matt and kind of figured out timing aspect, I was going through different drops and trying to felt like feel what felt better. Yes, right. Um, and I felt like having my left foot back just helped me stay in rhythm here, because I noticed when I was my right foot back, sometimes I was going step here, sometimes I was stepping with this one first, and, and it's it just too quick of a different. first step, and you feel like oh gosh, that waiting doesn't... on stuff and right getting to hitch too early and I mean that's kind of what was throwing me off so I now I know it's like so you're putting clockwork, yeah you know? right I, I'm so I'm a lefty but I, I did it the way you're doing it right now so gotcha. but but what were they doing were they showing you Brady and like Rogers I mean, yeah I mean cause, so Dayball because Dayball comes from Dayball comes you know, from the New Patriot England. family right um, and I mean all the stuff that we watched you know Tom's right here and sometimes he steps here sometimes it's his left foot yeah but I just, what it felt best for me was having my left foot back. Right, yeah, okay, I get it, I get it. I know, I always wondered what I would do too. People weren't doing that like when I was playing where they were putting, you know, again, like I'm a lefty, putting that back foot back. I wondered on the quick game if I would like the way that felt. Yeah. But you felt like what, do you feel like you're too quick sometimes? Yeah, because I would get here and I'd just be like kind of super open already. Right. And right. getting the ball to the right especially, it was basically all arm. That's when the ball kind of yeah. You never got your me. shoulders. Yeah. yeah, right. And what he means by open is like, yeah, like if you're throwing the, the quarterback here, he's getting your shoulders open too yeah. far, right? All right. So that that's cool. I wondered why you were tinkering with that. Yeah. So you're back to your old college ways. Yep. So back here, and then it's just more fluid for me. I know my drops now, and it right. just kind of comes out a little smoother. Are they like? So I worked in New England, and and I played for Josh McDaniels when I was with Denver. And they weren't super into drops always, as far as marrying the drops with certain routes. Are they doing that with you here? Like, I mean, it's more of a feel thing. It's more of a feel yeah. thing. Um, I do like the timing throws, you know, the three-step plant out routes. Right. Making sure that, you know, if we're throwing like a sit over the middle, it's three and a, and a hitch, and making sure that the rhythm is, is all good there. Yeah. So I would definitely say I'm a, I'm a rhythm thrower for sure. Okay, so a lot of made about – Oh, your short passing game and your inaccuracy coming out of college. I mean, that's all I had to hear about yeah. when you were coming out. That's all I defended you about. But, I mean, I'll admit, as one of your biggest fans, that was probably an area, sure, you could have fixed a little bit. Yeah, absolutely. What, do you, what, did, what did you do year one? What are you trying to work on here going into year two to, to kind of clean up your game? Well, I think it's more of a different mindset now, um, just kind of understanding each situation trying to be more on top of that aspect instead of always trying to attack passive sticks and throw the ball a little deeper. Right. Um, implementing some new concepts that, you know, getting my eyes to start bottom to, you know, yeah. bottom up. Right. And that, that's helped out so far in OTAs. It's been feeling really good. Um, you know, the ball's coming out really nice. Receivers are doing a good job on, on their, you know, timing and their depth and, and their 
Body language is huge, you know, especially in our offense. We use a lot of different slot type option routes and making sure that we get eyes from our tight ends or our slots yeah. is huge. Right. You, know? you, you, how was learning this system, like with this, you know, this New England system? Yeah. When you first got here, were you like, what the hell is so this? So it wasn't too tough. Okay. You know, the way we set up a play call was very similar to how it was in Wyoming. You use number formations, like zero out slot and one no, out it's, slot? No, it's, it's, all, it's all words. It's all words. Yeah. That's so, what it's come to. Yeah, all words. Wow. Um, and obviously the protections are, are with numbers. Right. But that's how we did it in Wyoming too. Okay. So it was formation, either the run or the pass protection, and then the concept at the end, and then any tags for whatever route we wanted to tag with anybody else. Okay. And it's, I mean, it's dang near identical how it was at Wyoming. Right. All right, so like when you talk about the short passing game, like and just being more accurate, that was there anything specifically mechanically, quarterback-wise, that you, you, did you have to lessen maybe reaching back for power, shorten your backswing? So that's that's where it kind of, I had a problem at the beginning. Um, you know, still not, still dealing with it a little bit, just yeah. trying to find the right range and where to bring the ball back, and especially when I'm throwing like a five-yard route. Right. Because I had a hard time with dialing it back and not trying to slow my arm up. Because when you, you know, when I started slowing my arm up, then my hands getting all funky, the ball's coming out a little different, and it just didn't feel right. So, it's, you know, been some small little things. Um, I got a chance to talk to Tony Romo, and when he would throw shorter passes, his windup was just significantly shorter. You keep it tighter, right? Yeah. So right. kept it tighter, made sure he still got his shoulder pointed to the target, and when he followed through, it was the same way that he'd throw, you know, a 15-yard out route or a 16-yard in route. Right. But it was just. But the, there wasn't the gear up beforehand exactly. to throw the ball. And you can still feel like your arms coming in or coming out at the same speed. The ball speed still, you know, feels the same. Right. Um, but it's just like, you know, pitcher throwing a little change up instead of, you, yeah. know, you don't have to change your arm motion at all. Right. You just continue to stay with it. Yeah, or like a golfer not trying to just absolutely exactly. annihilate a driver. Let me just go straight down the middle. But, yeah. yeah. And that's kind of the – it's weird that you brought up some golf because – I used that terminology in an interview last year. I said, sometimes it feels like I'm trying to putt, but I got like a four iron or a five iron trying to putt. And it just comes out a little hot sometimes. And it's, you know, I had to understand, you know, how my body felt and yeah. trying to change little tweaks, um, change little things and tweak a little thing here or there. And it's feeling really good right now with the help of Coach Dable and, and Dorsey for sure. Right. All right. So uh, one, one thing like I'm amazed about with your story is, how the fuck did you end up at Wyoming, and how did nobody offer you a Division One scholarship? Like, how did that happen? It just did. You know, I, I literally have no idea. Um, I went to a small school. It's about maybe five, 6,000 people in the entire town. We got one high school. It's called Farba High School. Right. It's uh, very agriculture-based. My grandfather donated some of the land for the high school. So got family ties there. My parents or my dad went there. My mom went to our rival school. Okay. Um, but... You know, I didn't want to go to a big Fresno school. I didn't want to transfer, you know, because at our small school, I was able to play football, baseball, basketball. Um, and like I said, it had a lot of family roots in it. My dad was a big believer in you bloom where you're planted. Thank so you. That, that's a big one. I wanted to throw that in there. So oh, I was just about to ask you that because that's a cool, I, you know, of course, I did some research on you. And that's a, so what's that like the family motto, basically? My, my dad has used that for as long as I can remember. He's got all these little sayings, but that's kind of one that sticks out to me. Yeah. Because there was a time where it's like, all right, if I really want to do this thing, should I go to a Fresno school or should right. I go to a Clovis school and, and try to play there and maybe get noticed? But I had such a good foundation in fireball. My friends were awesome. I was able to play all three sports and do what I loved to compete year round. Right. 
that I didn't, I didn't want to give that up. I, you yeah. know, I, did, I wanted to, to be there with my friends and the people that I grew up with and, and continue to, you know, develop those relationships and play sports with them. But what's like, what, what, what was the thing like when you heard your high school coach, your like college coaches recruiting, like what was their complaint about you? Were you not big enough at the time? Was the competition not good enough? What, what, what was So it? those were the two big ones. Right. Um, at the time, my senior year, I was probably like 6'3", 180 pounds. Okay. So there was a few teams that was like, oh, you, you're just not big enough for us. You're not fast enough for us. Um, otherwise, you know, we, we'd like to have you come walk on. And I was, you know, screw that shit. I did not want to walk on. Yeah. You know, I, I wanted to go get a scholarship so my family didn't have to be put through the burden of putting me through school. Right. And that, that's kind of why I did it. Um, nobody came at high school. So I went to the junior college, uh, Reedley College. My cousin's now husband was working there. He's coaching at Northern Illinois now. Gotcha. Um, so that's kind of how the connection happened there. And spent, you know, one semester there. Only started, I think, six or seven games. Didn't start the first three or four. Um, again, because uh, that, that, one, that one was a little different situation. But um, <laughs> All right, finally got the go job there. and didn't look back. Yeah, okay, okay. I, I just, I can't, so, I mean... Other sports, I know you're a hell of a basketball player. I've heard you're a hell of a baseball player. Nobody had any interest in that in college either? Uh-uh. Damn, what a bunch of idiots out there looking at you guys. It, it was tough. It was tough because, you know, in my mind, obviously in everybody's mind, you know, you think that you can play at these levels. But in my mind, I knew I could. Yeah. You know, I've seen it. I, I've seen other guys throw, you know, going to practices at Fresno State and going to games at Fresno State and understanding I can make all those throws. Um, you know, grades weren't an issue. I was a 4.0 kid in high school, so yeah. I, I really just didn't understand, you know, why that was happening. But I didn't really sit down and pout about it. I went out and found a way to make it happen. Um, you know, I'm fortunate. Wyoming ended up making the uh, offer, and, you know, that's kind of the best thing that's ever happened to me. I mean, it's got to be just unbelievably frustrating, though, to know you're more talented than other guys and you're not getting the chance. Like, yeah. I mean, I, I can't even really comprehend that. You know, the first time I ever heard about you was the Manning Passing Academy. Okay. Before your senior year in college. Yep. I remember talking to a few people who had been down there, and they were just like, oh, my gosh, this Josh Allen. Nobody was even in the same class as him, anything like that. So I'm just always amazed that this, it took everybody so long to figure out your talent. That's why I can't get over it. Yeah, there's... You know, some things take time. Baseball you know, pitcher? What waiting. were you, baseball pitcher? Like uh, I was, yeah. yeah. I, was t I topped out right around 92, 93 in high school. Okay. So I was, I was bringing it, and I was at 180 pounds. Um, There's a few junior colleges that wanted me to play baseball as well. I wasn't going to play, but Reedley wanted me to play if I was going to be there for another semester. Yeah. Uh, but it wasn't about the baseball life. Couldn't, uh, couldn't handle the, the long games and... It's not enough action. Not enough me. action for yeah. you. No, you need to jump over people and exactly. carry people more. Get and hit all that kind a, of crap. a bunch of times. Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay, good. Makes it fun. Um, you're farming Mr. Green Thumb over there. Like, let me, like, are you, like, legit farmer? Like, legit know how to do things on the farm? Like a, a Some things. Uh, my brother is more gifted and more skilled at it than I am. Right. You know, my brother... Super smart. Anything my dad told him, he took it and he kind of ran with it, and it's been stuck in his head since ever my, you know, my, he's grown up. Yeah. For me, I go on the farm. You know, I used to work, and I, I you know, me and my brother would move pipe, we'd weed the cotton fields, uh, drive a couple discs here or there. But my brother, I mean, he's super passionate about it, and uh, I just never was. I hated working out, like working on the farm at 110 degree weather, 
you know, weeding the cotton fields and sun blazing down on you, moving pipe. When the pipe is blistering hot, you got to wear long sleeves in the sun. Like it was, it's not a fun job, but you know, that work ethic and me seeing my dad do that every day just kind of instilled a different type of work ethic in Yeah, me. right. Um, what's your LaShawn, LaShawn McCoy handshake? Oh, we're changing it up this year. You're changing it up. Well, let me yeah. do it with you from last year because okay. I want to I know what it means, too, especially when you're looking at the clock. So but, it's yeah, one, and then you backside. go back, and then you go up, yeah. and you go down, right. and then you looked at the watch. Right. What and we were just it? waiting. Didn't you do this, too? Didn't yeah. We, we'd, I'd oh. be like, I'd count to five, and I'd be like, all right, go. And then we'd get up, and we'd lock arms, and that was about it. And how'd you come up with that? I don't know. Shady, just shady. Just two idiots in the locker Basically, room yeah. figuring it out? Yeah. I mean, what's he been like to you as Shady? Because Shady, to me, just from the outside looking in, he was the one that I felt like first, like, I don't, I don't want to say, I don't know, for lack of a better phrase, like accepted you. It seemed like mm. he blew your name up on the national scene yeah. by him kind of telling everybody, man, this Josh Allen's amazing in practice and he's doing freaky things. I feel like that's when everybody started to go, oh, okay, maybe this kid's not a bust from Wyoming yeah. or whatever. But, I mean, did that mean something to you? It did. And, obviously, LaShawn's track record speaks for itself, you know, how long he's played in this league. And, at such a high level. Um, someone that I like, kind of grew up watching, and like that's one of the best backs in the league. You right. know? And to, hit, for ha to have him say those things that he said about me and to have him be so open and so friendly to me, like right when I stepped in the locker room, yeah. I mean, that it was really cool because I looked at him as really the leader of the Buffalo Bills. And, and you know, he's still one of the leaders of the Buffalo Bills, and, you know, he's got a lot of years left to play, and I think he's got some good football left in him. Yeah. And, um, We've got a really good relationship, and I, I, I truly cherish the type of relationship that we got. I mean, that got to be kind of sick, like watching LaShawn yeah. McCoy in practice break people's ankles on a daily basis. It, it's like his and it's one mixtape. It's unreal. Right. Like the things that he can do, he gets out there and he holds the ball like this and never fumbles. It, it's, it's wild. Um, you're running. Did you ever expect to be, like, NFL record, only quarterback ever with three games in a row of 95-plus yards. You were one yard away from having 300-yard games in a row. Yeah. I mean, come on. Get no, the, never, never get in my life yard. did I ever think that was going to happen. Never? Yeah, in high school, I mean, my baseball coach called me the Tortuga, which is tortoise in Spanish. Because I was extremely slow in high school. Is that right? Very slow. I, I mean, I really didn't lift weights. It didn't really like – because I was going – Straight from baseball to football, straight from football to basketball. I never had that time where I could like actually go and lift weights. I was always, you know, doing some sort of competition. Um, and then I got to college, put on some weight, started working out a little bit, and I, I was—I mean, I had some running skills in, in high or college. And then I don't know where it came from this past year. Um, and I trained with Ryan Flaherty pre-draft. Yeah. And he's trained a lot of the Nike athletes, and he's in my opinion, one of the best out there. Um, and I owe a lot of credit to him as well. You felt like you got more explosive in the pre-draft process that took it to another level. Absolutely. Wow. Yeah, I mean, I just, I knew you were a great athlete. I just didn't know you were going to be running for 50-yard runs against the Jacksonville Jaguars. Yeah. That's where I, I was. I didn't plan on it either. It just, it just it surprised happened. me as much as it surprised everybody else. Was the, the Minnesota game like a moment where you were like, okay, like my legs are a legitimate threat when you jump over Anthony Barr and do that? Yeah, that, that's the thing. I did that in college once too. Did it in Reedley, then at Wyoming. And it's one of those things like I always like doing it once. Yeah. You know, to show the team like, 
not really to show the team how much I care, but it just kind of instincts. And I got to show it once, and everybody after that was like, all right, this guy wants to win. Um, that's kind of why I do it, but at the same time, it's just the competition coming out of me. You know, I, I wanted to get a first down. It was a big third down play for us, and I was going to get it however way possible I could. Yeah, yeah. All right, so that game, I want to bring – I got to bring up Jalen Ramsey. Okay. Okay? I mean, I don't mean to be a jerk or – I like Jalen Ramsey yeah, a lot. Yeah, he's a hell of a player. He's a hell of a player. Yeah. I thought it was a jerk comment he made by calling you trash. I don't think he watched any Wyoming film to be able to justify that yeah. comment. But what was it like that day on the field? What was it like all week? I mean, you must have had it circled on your calendar a little bit. Well, so that was the game I came back. Right. So I'm still, like, contemplating whether I'm going to be able to play or not. Um, but like, like I said, having Matt Barkley and Derek Anderson here, I learned a lot from them. Just breaking down film, um, precision of where the passes needed to be. But, yeah, that was a game that – I really wanted. I knew that there was a lot of national attention on it, and yeah. you know, obviously wanted to take those words and you know, put them right back in his face. And you know, we came out and we played good as a team, and we got the we got the job done. That's really all that I could ask for, you know. Like any special conversations on the field at all, or anything like that? Oh the, yes, there definitely is a yes in there. On the first touchdown, you I, let I him know. Said, I might have said a couple words to him, but. You should. It, it was all out of love. Like, not, I wouldn't say love, but it was all out of friendly competition. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. I mean, I definitely would have been talking trash too. So, yeah. there's nothing wrong with that uh, yeah. at all. And he um, almost had a, he almost had a pick on me. Yes. He pushed our guy out of bounds and had a little flag on the play. But um, yeah, that, yes, yeah. He, he, he was ready to talk right after that. I know. I that. know he was. Well, yeah. that's that's the famous clip of him going, "You're trash, you're trash," right to the sideline. Exactly. And that. Yeah. Um, all right. Like, I'm ready to pay $50, just so you know. You going to bet right now? No, for, for I want to watch you and Mahomes on the oh, okay. Direct gotcha. TV throw-off. Like, like what, what's the number you think you could launch? Like, what, what, where do you think? How far can you throw it? Like, what do you think? Where are you at? So, in, in Wyoming, with some good elevation, uh, it was in the indoor. I got it to about right around 81 yards. Okay. And that was kind of like a run and start, like yeah. put everything into it. Right. Um, so it's going to be right about that 80 threshold, yeah. I think, just north of 80. It depends on where we do it as well, the type of conditions that are outside. I've talked to Pat a little bit about it and, you know, something that could be set up to, you know, maybe do some charity for it or anything like that. My problem is, is it just going to be like one throw and everybody goes home and leaves after that? Or are I we going to get you. a couple different quarterbacks and come out and do some different different drills and uh so we got some thinking to do on that but maybe we'll visit that again after the season okay all right i right. let me know if you got need any ideas i'm full of them yeah. okay i mean that, i actually would be pumped to watch you have like a quarterback challenge just like you versus mahomes yeah i mean i mean that's kind of what the all-star game is nowadays you know it is yes it's mainly focused around the quarterbacks and launching a ball up and seeing who can come down with it. And I know they got some mini games before that. So maybe if uh, one day we both end up in one of those Pro Bowl games that we can, we can try, try to do it there. Did you ever think, like, I mean, like, as gifted as you are, isn't it kind of crazy that, like, there's a guy that's out there that has, like, an arm like you do? Like, have you ever, had a, have you ever been around anybody on the football field that could throw the football like you can? No, no. not really. Right. And yeah. I, I know you're not being cocky there. It's just yeah. the truth. Yeah. So well, it, it's fun to see, though. I mean, what was it like seeing Aaron Rodgers in person this year? 
it was awesome. I mean, I obviously grew up and able to watch him and kind of try to emulate my game after him. Just the way he's able to, you know, extend plays, throw off platform. Obviously one of the stronger arms in the league too. Um, you know, he's done it for so long and to see him like in person, him and Tom especially. Um, yeah. Those are two guys that like growing up, I was like, those I want to be guys. like these guys, you know? Yeah. And it, it was just really cool to kind of sit there. Obviously we're playing a game and, um, but you kind of have to sit back in your first year and be like, I'm really here and I'm really playing against these guys right now. Right. It, it, was, it was very surreal. Rodgers, though, mainly the guy that you tried to model your game after? Before him, I think it was a little bit of Brett, and then he kind of transitioned into that role. Gotcha. Um, but, yeah, the things that he can do, not many people on the planet can do. It's, just, it's unreal to watch him. No, you're, you're, you're kind of one of the few guys that can maybe do some of that stuff. I think that's what – Aaron Rodgers is my favorite quarterback. I, I am – Sometimes I'm popular with people in New England because I say Aaron Rodgers is the greatest quarterback of all time. Yeah. You know, I'm not always going to be into the whole rings, oh, rings, 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 rings. It's not always fair to do that. Yeah. I always use the comparison. My dad has got two rings. Dan Marino has zero. My dad's not as good as Dan Marino. I don't give a shit how many rings he's got. He's not as good as Dan Marino. Yeah. You know, and that, that's to me where that conversation becomes not fair. Um, what is 17? Why? I walked into the locker room at Wyoming. I was given the choice of nine or one. And I don't know why, but I picked number one. And I got out there for my first practice, and Coach Craig Bowl comes outside and is like, Sonny, you're taking that off. <laughs> I walked in the locker room, and all my stuff was in 17. So there's nothing special to it. There's no huge story other than it was just kind of, there you go. I hear you with the one thing. I made that mistake. Yeah. I was number two my whole high school career growing up playing football. I got to Texas my first year, and they, I, they told me I was going to get number two. Really? And it wasn't available. So I wore eight for the first year, but I didn't love eight. And then the next year, there's a few other numbers that came out. I wore one. Never felt right about it. I yeah. wore it for two years and kind of felt like a douchebag. There's only a couple guys. Like, Cam can pull it off. Cam can pull it off. Warren Moon I, pulled it off. Yeah. I, I don't think there's anybody else in the league other than the Cam that can pull off the number one, to be honest. I don't know, is there anybody else that wears number no, one? No, I don't think so. I think that's, he's the only guy right now. Is Kyler wearing one? Oh, you Mike. know what? I think he is wearing one. Actually, I'm not even sure. I think he is wearing one. That's a good question. Know. Is he? I think so. I, we got to look that Sounds up. Sounds right. I, I think it is. But, yeah, I, I, I did not look right in it at all. No. You need to be, like, more muscular, and I'm, that's not me. Yeah, you're plenty yeah. muscular. Yeah. All right, last thing, just, like, nuance-wise, like, just as far as football. I'd love to just hear, like... And I think anybody out there listening, like, you break the huddle, uh -huh. okay? Where does your mind go? Where, what are some of your coaching points in your mind as you walk up to the line of scrimmage? Are you a, let me look at the defensive front, like the lineman first? Where do your eyes go? I'd love to just hear kind of your thought process. So first thing in my mind is situation. Okay. So is it first and 10? Is it second and long? Whatever it is. Um, and my thoughts kind of depend on that type of situation. And we've been doing a lot of different studies and, um, Coach Dable's been doing a really good job on trying to get my mind kind of situated for, for those types of things. But so situation, then I, I go straight to the defense or the safeties. The safeties. I see if is it one high, is it two high, then gotcha. I get my eyes to the front. Protection-wise, you know, are they rotated a certain way? Am I okay? Do I need to throw hot? Do I need to re-mic, lock this guy over here and make sure that we're good on this end? Um, you know, last and year for what you're saying, locking, you're saying don't sure change his route. Don't change right? your route. If you see the safety come, we're protected. Yeah. Just continue on what you're doing. Your routes locked into what you yep. gotta do. 
Um, and then we, we did a lot of empty last year. Right. And the Charger game, I was crapping my pants. Like, did not know where my hots were. It was, it was bad news. And they were bringing Derwin James off the end. And, you know, he got to me a couple times. But um, after that game, I kind of sat down with Dave's and we went over everything and making sure that I knew my protection rules. I knew where my hots were, if there was a hot built in. Um, and that's kind of, we kind of base it upon ourselves and not really what the defense was doing, yeah. but just trying to be right on our end. Right, yeah. right. All right, so, so the Charger game though, they that, threw, they threw some, that was my first start. Right, and yeah. they threw some curveballs at you. A and of course, you're thinking about a million different things. And I was trying to change the protection, said different words than what they actually meant, <laughs> what I actually meant to say. Uh, and then I the line rookies. was all discombobulated and it was all, like, yeah, it, it was, was all my fault, it, you know. Right. There's nothing I could do about it. Um, <laughs> but it was just kind of one of those like baptized yeah. by fire deals. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. I I've been there, man. I have been there. Go back, go back, and uh, Google me trying to spit out John Gruden plays. If oh you want to see an idiot, I've seen okay? that. Yeah, you've seen that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, try to say that. You know, uh, here's here it is for you. Repeat this one. Scatter to west, right, tight, F left, 372, Y spot, Z stick on one. Yeah, that's Scatter a good one. To, yeah, west tight right. West right west tight. West right tight. F left. F left. 372 Y stick Z spot. 372 Y West Coast spot. offense. Wow. Z, yeah, right. It's too many words. Yeah, it's a too lot many of words. Too many words. We, we were insane with the words. I think he's finally fixed it. But yeah, we would do like, it would be forever. Falcon right tight, shift a weak right tight, Y right, H3, X bingo, Y smash. That was one play without a check or anything with it. That was just the one play. But he's that, obsessed with the, the... That's a headache thinking about it. It was a headache. Yeah. It was. It was, nice. it was just the way he was, though. But, no, everything seems like it's code-worded now in the NFL. We've got some of those. You got some of those? No, but that's down-the-road stuff. You got, like, 72 Pearl Smash Wheel in your playbook? Yeah. Yeah, I know you do. Yeah, we do. Yeah, that's a good one. Like in the red zone? Yeah. Yep. Sorry, Dayball. Don't get mad that I just said one of your plays. Everybody I'm, in the NFL knows that's one of your favorites. I already got it. I'm not saying anything, Dave. Just trust me. <laughs> Elements up here compared to Wyoming. Because I, use, I watched your film, and, I mean, there were some games where I wanted to go, I don't care who's playing quarterback. You're not going to complete yeah. some of these passes. Was that topic of conversation when you would meet the Bills as far as Absolutely. weather? Absolutely. The they, they knew. I mean, I think Wyoming is ten times worse than Buffalo. Okay. As far like. Any day that I'd wake up in December, January, February in Wyoming was negative to zero to negative degrees. Right, you know, it was right. so cold all the time. The wind there didn't matter what you're wearing. If it was windy, it was going straight through your jacket, yeah. and it was like bone chilling. Right. Here, I don't get that. And obviously, you go back like two years ago, the Indianapolis game where it was a snow game, and everybody still like links that to that's, that's how Buffalo is, and it's not how it is all the time. No, you know, right. We didn't have a snow game last year. Our last game in December was think 30 degrees at kickoff and that's I mean it's cold but yeah it's doable it's, it's doable right and um the wind affect you at all not really not really do you have a thought or a process that you go through when it's an extra uh, if, it, if it's super windy like just putting making making sure the ball's a little more firm right. less arc right um obviously you don't want it up in the air twirling yeah. around all the play all right. over the place so that's one thing that goes into it um Going back to the Baltimore game last year, yeah. in Baltimore was the first game I got thrown in there. Yeah, late in the game. It was right? raining, like never, like torrential downpour. Right. Um, and I don't know why, but I had such good grip on the ball, and the balls were like tacked up super nicely. 
and it like made the ball come out of my hand super nice. It Isn't was that awesome. crazy? Yeah, I know. It's weird. Because in the NFL, they do a good job of kind of the refs cover the mm -hmm. ball to where, yeah, it almost just, just a little moisture yeah, on exactly. it. Yeah, exactly. Right, to where you go, damn, I feel like I can throw this thing anywhere. Yeah. Best throw of the season last year for Josh Allen. Best throw and worst throw. I'm on both of them. Best throw was the one to Robert Foster against the Jags. Coming across yeah. the, the deep. Right in front of the safety. Yeah, right. The pinch route with Jalen sucked up, and then Robert went right past him. Pinch route is like, what, a deep curl route, basically? Basically, just kind of, yeah. Um, that one, and then the worst throw, there was a couple, but I, I would say the New York Jets game. It was the last two-minute drive. I tried to fit a whole shot in there, and I think gotcha. it was Tremaine Johnson picked it off to end the game. So okay, all right. That's one that I, I wish I had back. Um, my favorite throw of yours last year, you had amazing ones. My favorite Josh Allen throw was backed up in the end zone against Miami. Going left? You ran to your yeah. left and threw like a 25-yard out route along the sideline. Right when it left my hand, I was like, oh, that's a pick. You thought it was a pick? Because I threw it like it was on such a line. Right. And Minka Fitzpatrick was right under it. And I thought if he put his hands up, that might be coming back the other way. Oh, right, right. Um, but luckily, I was like moving, and he was moving with me, and he just couldn't get his hands up in time. But, yeah, that one, that one was a good throw. It just kind of scared me right when it happened. Yeah, so it's all right. All yeah. right. And wait, what, what was, what's the worst throw? What do you think? The, what, let me hear it. The one to uh, oh the, that one yeah that one okay. I think that was my worst one that was your worst one yeah because I mean coverage dictated me not to throw it there and I was right. still trying to fit it in. Um, what about go. the last throw against the Dolphins? Like oh. you, he should have caught it. I yeah. didn't understand that. But I mean, that was probably one of your better throws of the day. Yeah, I'm not trying to be a jerk. No, 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 yeah. no. It came out like wobbling. Right. Like right. I've never seen it before. I mean, I was running this way. Yes. And, like, Made I was, magic I was this one. I was like, uh oh, he's there, and I just tried to flip my hips, and I was like so open. It came out this way. The ball's in the air for a little bit, and I mean, you put a better throw, a little tight, tighter spiral on it, it gets Maybe to him in easier. the back of the end zone. It's a touchdown. We win that game. Right. You know. So right. that one, that one haunted me for a little bit. I bet. Um, but that one at least gave gave our guy a chance. You know. Yeah. yeah like, the right one on the Jets was like nothing yeah, we can do about over. it except me changing. The type of throw I made. Right. Is that something you got to work on or you think about throwing a lot is keeping your front shoulder in? Yeah. You do? Is that something you – because you're just so yeah. gifted with your arm, you get away with a lot? Yeah. And, I mean, trying – you know, I used to, like, wait to see where our guys were coming out on their out routes and, like, yeah, flip the hips and throw a little sidearm, and that's when the ball sells on me and it's back. And Right. So now it's just trying to, like, more timing, more rhythm throws. Right. and um, be, be the same position, throw after throw after yeah. throw. Yeah. Were guys on the team pissed off that LaShawn McCoy gave the ending to the yes. Avengers away? I was I'm mad. pissed off. I was mad because I saw it too. And like, I hadn't seen the movie yet. I, talk, <laughs> I talked to him about it. He was like, I don't, I don't care. I don't care. It's a movie. Apparently. It's a movie. Like, Apparently. It, means a lot of, it means a lot to a lot of different people. Yes. But yes. Hey, I was upset. He started a whole like internet. like, the, like Twitter was going crazy. Going crazy. Yeah. And then it became a thing to tell people the ending of the movie. Yeah. Some kid told... My little boy, when he was playing Fortnite, what happened at the end of the movie? And he attributed it because LaShawn McCoy did it. So you hear that, LaShawn? That was wrong. You broke the man code. <laughs> don't break the man code. <laughs> you don't do that. What's your favorite movie? No, Number one. We got to be time. specific. Like, if I'm going to watch a movie. Yeah. I mean, you can't go wrong with Step Brothers. Okay. That, that's probably tops. Um, I think a super underrated movie is The Interview. With Seth know. Rogen. I don't think I've seen and, that. And uh, James Franco. Okay. James, right? Oh, He's the yeah. older one. Yeah. That one, I can sit there and watch that one probably every day. No, James is in the younger one. That's the older one, I okay. think. Yeah, that's the older one. Okay. Um, oh. And then Shooter and Law Abiding Citizen, I think, are like my two 
action like thinker movies. Law Abiding Citizen with, with Gerard uh, Butler. That's an awesome movie. Ooh. You've seen Shooter with Mark Wahlberg? Nope. I don't think I've seen it at all. Let's go. <laughs> no, that, that one is a fantastic movie. That one's kind of pulls at your, your heartstrings a little bit too. Okay. Um, you a Game of Thrones guy? Nope. Good. Sorry. Good. You are? Or yeah. not? I am. <laughs> not too happy. Not too thrilled with You didn't like the last it. show either? The last season was a little rushed, in my opinion. Yeah. Okay. It was tough to watch because there so many good plot lines available to be used. And Rogers wasn't happy either. I saw his rant about yeah, it. He yeah, he wasn't happy. He's pretty spot on, though. Yeah, okay, he yeah. was. Yeah. I'm, it's like one of those shows I'm going to watch at some point. I just yeah. have not started yet. Like, all right, so like legitimately your best movie ever, though. Like, that's the greatest movie. Is it really going to go Step Brothers? Like, to me, I'm going to go it Godfather. Just, it depends on what mood, like, mood I'm in. Okay. Like, if, I'm, if I want to laugh, like, Step Brothers, you can laugh the entire time. I probably can quote almost every single word in that movie. Like, almost every single word. The other guys is up there. Like, anything Will Ferrell yeah. is up there for me. Um, yeah, I mean, that's... And that's then like. when you go serious stuff, um, I'm like, I like oh. the war stuff, like the action shooter and, and right. thinking movies. I like it. Oh, I don't my know. gosh. I want to watch Inception. Still never watched Inception. Oh, that's good. I heard that it's one's like a, a good thinker movie. It's worth it. Like Law Abiding Citizen, that one just kind of played with your mind the entire time. What's your favorite cry movie? Any movies make you cry? Cry yeah. movie? I don't You're too tough to cry? Lion King. When Lion I was little, King? like, just always imagine, like, myself in Simba's shoes when Mufasa died, mm. and, like, that be my dad. That, when Tough I was moment. younger, I was like, that, that kind of put a tear to my eye. Tough That's moment. probably the only one. Deep Thoughts by Josh Allen right there. You know it. Man. We're getting real intimate. We here. are here. We really are. We're going next level. Did we just become best friends? Yeah. Did we just become best friends? Yep. And because in my mind, uh, we already were, but... Do you want to go do gra- kara- Karate in the Garage? Karate in the Garage? That was that was tough. Oh, Waterboy. So, my nickname, my my mom calls me Joshy Boucher, because I watched the Waterboy like every day when I was younger. Wanted to be Bobby Boucher. So, she calls me Joshy Boucher. I told somebody in an interview one time, <laughs> and Riddell sent me a helmet. It was like the 30th anniversary of right. Waterboy. Right. And they sent me a Riddell helmet of the Mud Dog helmet. That's amazing. 20 or 30 years, something something crazy like that. So. It's actually in the uh, training room. It's in Nate, Nate, our head trainer's locker. Joshy Boucher. Yeah, is his office right now. Joshy Boucher. That's what mom calls you. Mm-hmm. I like it. I'm gonna break that out during the season. Tackling fuel. At some point, tackling fuel. Tackling fuel. Water sucks. <laughs> it really, really sucks. Okay. <laughs> All right, here we go. All right, is this a guessing game? This is a guessing game. Okay, we got a special edition of the Chris Sims Unbuttoned podcast today. It's Josh Allen or Josh Allen with Josh Allen. Show them the pictures you got. So we gave, got a few questions here. We'll see if he knows if he knows himself. I don't know if he does here. Okay, here we go. Here we go. The pressure's on. Which Josh Allen had the faster 40-yard dash at the combine? Mm, be careful what you do here. Gosh, you don't even know what the other I Josh wanna, Allen ran, I, huh? I don't. Gosh. I'm going myself. Ah, it would be the other Josh Allen. By how much? He ran 4.63. Ah, you got me. I yeah. was actually a little disappointed with your 40 time. Yeah. 4.75, you play faster than that. I think so, too. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, 4.75 is I, had, a, I have a tough 
start, like in a three-point stance. Getting I'm never out. in a three-point stance, you know? I, I hear you. You got legs and ass, though. You should be able to get out of the stands pretty good. I appreciate good. that. I, I scouted your legs and ass. <laughs> All right, here we go. Next one. Which Josh Allen posted an Instagram throwback Thursday photo of him dunking in high school on February 20th, 2014? Yes, it is you. Yes, correct. Way to know your own life. Very good job. One, 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 I'm one and one right now. What All kind right. of dunks are we talking about? Oh, I mean, the standard, just rim grazers. Just, rim, just oh, the standard yeah. white guy, like, I'm running down the open lane. One yeah, like the, it's like the, when you get a 2K player, yeah. it's just like the first one. Damn. Just the first one. Dude, this massage chair just went hardcore in my lower back. Holy cow. This feels good, man. Um, oh, you guys, you athletes are spoiled these days. All right, who had the faster three-cone drill at the Ooh. combine? One of you ran... Is three-cone pro agility, or is it the L drill? That's the L drill. Okay. Yes. You ran a pretty good time. So did he. Who was it? Who ran the better time? It is you. Yes, Ooh. you're right. Yeah, that was impressive. 6'9", 6 6 6.9. That's moving. He was a 7'15". Seven, seven okay. So you blew him out of the water there. He's going to have a hard time containing you in the pocket. You I know, don't know if he'll have to change the direction. Short space movements. <laughs> okay, we'll see. You better be careful how much trash you talk about him. All right. Um, Chris Sims, that is me, just in okay. case you weren't sure, uh, mocked this Josh Allen to the Cleveland Browns. Yes, it was you. Did you actually know that, though? Did you know I mocked you there? Uh, no, you didn't no, know that. No, but yeah. I just know that you Cleveland like didn't you. have a – first round draft pick this last year. Damn, see? Kid's smart, too. Quick thinking. Quick I didn't thinking. think he would put that all together that quickly. All right, here we go. This Josh Allen measured at six feet five inches tall at the combine. Is that like 6.050? Yeah. Yes, it would be him. He's got six, you by oh, a, about a, yeah, you're six four seventh eight seven eighths or something like that. You think you've grown Damn. at all? I grew when Maybe. I got to the NFL. Actually? I was six four and five eighths. And I got to the NFL, and they, we did a measure one day, and they said I was 6'5 flat. Wow. I don't know how strict that measure was. All right. <laughs> Who was second team all-conference all in 2017 in their college career? In 2017? 2017, yes. This is a good one. You were second team. Oh. Damn. Pay attention to your life, bro. I got that little plaque and I threw it away. I'm you not gonna lie didn't mean yeah. anything to you. Second team didn't do it. Who the who got first team? I think it was Brett Rippin from he, Boise State. He got all the stats. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Boise State's kind of like. Yeah, they're not fair. They're like the poster child of the Mountain West. Yeah, they know? are. You're it's right. Whatever. They are. They kind of get all the accolades. I love Brett Rippin though. Good dude. Okay. Which Josh Allen was drafted seventh in the NFL? I know that one. <laughs> I know that one. I mean, it's kind of amazing, really. It was. I mean, what are the odds of that ever, I like, don't ever know. happening? I, it's unbelievable. I, it really is. I was pumped for him, though. All right. That was Josh Allen or Josh Allen with Josh Allen. So I know we talked about the competition. Mahomes came out yesterday. Yep. All right. And said he could throw the ball 100 yards. I'm just saying, I love Patrick Mahomes. I'm throwing the challenge flag on that one, Patrick. I don't care if you're in Mexico City or if you're in the clouds, okay? I don't think you could throw it 100 yards. 100 yards is re really, really tough. Like, 80 is tough. He said, he said 82 and mile high, like up in Denver, he could do 82. He thinks because of Mexico, Mexico City doubled the elevation that he can squeeze out 18 more yards. I'm saying erroneous on all accounts. I don't think that's that can tough. happen. Yeah, I don't he, think it's going to happen. He's unbelievable, but 
100 yards is like goal line to goal line. I don't know if that's ever been done. I, not that I know of. Yeah. No, definitely not. I saw on your social media, at Masters. Yeah. Playing there. How did that happen? How did you end up with Sam Darnold? Well, so I played at Augusta Country Club, not Augusta National. Yeah, it's okay. the course that's literally right next door to it. Right. Um, but we share the same agency. Gotcha. And we got a little deal to go down there and <laughs> I was going to do a little par three challenge. Okay. With me, Fitzy, and Sam. Sam, like, never golfs. Right. And Fitz claims to be this big-time golfer. Don't let him fool you. Your swing right? was better. I know that. I, saw, I met him at uh, Top Golf at the Super Bowl, and then we met at the Masters on the par three. And he, he, he doesn't want any problems with me. He doesn't want you that. Got, no. he, he doesn't have your game? He doesn't. But Sam surprised me. You know, his swing is a little unorthodox. The ball was, you know, big-time slice, but it worked out. You know, he was on the green a couple times. Really? Yeah. Well, all right, so your relationship with Sam, how did this even, like, come about? Are you, are you going to be with him in the summer again? Didn't you spend time with him last summer before the season? Or Last summer. I, so we trained, like, we came out and together. trained during the draft yeah, process. Yeah, right. Then the off season, we actually, like, we trained together as well, me, him, and Kyle Allen. It was the same group that we had last year. And we just came, you know, became really good friends. Yeah. Um, obviously, all play the same position and kind of go through similar things in life. So it's a good relationship to have. Well, why wasn't Brady in your golf thing? Oh, uh, with Fitz? Yeah. Uh, you know. I, I'm actually. We, we sent the invite, but I guess he's a little too cool for us, you know. <laughs> I didn't know. I'm just kidding. We didn't send an invite. That We should have. We should have reached out and extended the offer to him, but he's probably busy. I actually, it's actually, I, I, I just know, I don't know if I could have been friends with other quarterbacks in my division. The I, thing is, like, you know, me and Sam were friends before. Yeah, you know, right. Up, you right. Know, um, so, it, I wouldn't say it's tough. I do think there's some pressure from the outside, especially fan, fan bases uh -huh. and stuff like that. But our parents get along well. I mean, you know, my mom and his mom talk quite often. And, um, you know, to go through similar situations, you know, especially the draft and being in, a very similar spot uh, was was really cool to have somebody to kind of talk and, and talk through things with that you know not other people not many other people could talk about yeah as you recline backwards yeah all right <laughs> I don't know what's going on no I don't know either going. I think it's fun of the, the part of the fun here all right your ultimate foursome playing golf who are we going with Dead going or with alive? Tiger Tiger's number one okay for sure. okay um I'd have to have my dad out there okay dad's making the too. cut yeah. cool um you're and such then, a good boy good let's son see. Tiger and Dad. I'm going to have to think about this for a second. Yeah, that's okay. Take your time. We can always cut out the minutia. And then I'd like to be out there with Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan, too? Jordan, just because I've heard some stories about him on the golf course, and I think him and Tiger would bring be making your, some crazy bets. Yeah, bring your cash. Yeah. Right. I just kind of want me and my dad to be in this cart, and we'd let Tiger and Jordan be in the cart. Okay, that's a good foursome. I, I, could, I could dig that. Yeah. All right. What was the other one you wanted to ask him? Quarterbacks. Oh, Mount Rushmore of quarterbacks. I think I know two of them. You're going to put Favre on Favre there. and Rodgers. Favre and Rodgers are both going and, on. Uh, and Brady. So that's and my Brady. top three. Okay. Um, that's a good one. Those are, those, those are three uh, high on my yeah, list. Yeah, and I mean, I, so I grew up a 49er fan, and my dad's a huge Joe Montana fan. Okay. And I think kind of growing up, having that stigma, I think, I think Joe Montana would be up there, too. Okay. So that's, that's my top four. Yeah. I think it's pretty good four. That's pretty damn yeah. good four. Yeah, you got, like, it's, like, two gunslingers and Rodgers and Favre, and then two 
I don't even know what you'd call the other two. Just, just win everything. Winners, they win yeah. everything. Right, exactly. I mean, when in Rome or when in Buffalo, I mean, I'm here with Josh Allen. I got to have one throwing competition. It's one of my favorite quarterbacks in football. We're going to do a 20-yard line. Okay. All right. Crossbar. Crossbar, gotcha. You down for that? I can do that, yeah. It's, a lot, it's way more pressure on you than me. No, absolutely. I and mean, we end our every practice here. We're you do throwing this? money in the pot. If you hit it, you know, you, everybody else is. Damn, he's practiced yeah. this. Okay. So, so we go from the 25. So this one, hopefully, we can. This we can is tone amateur down hour, okay? Bit. I'm 38, and but I'm a little I, old. I'll let you go first. Oh, thank you so yeah. much. Appreciate that. Come on now. Here we go. I want to win this, like, legitimately, because I'm going to hold it over you. Yeah. The whole year. As you should. <laughs> All right. Oh, I threw a wobbler. Damn it. I thought I had it, too. Damn it. That one. That was close. That one scared me. I'm not going to lie. It didn't come out of my hand clean. All right, put me out of my misery. All right. Gosh, damn, I wanted to hit the first one. Ooh. You want on the line, a little more arc? Well, you know, no, I went on the line. I came here to see Josh Allen. Oh, yeah, yeah. Did, it, did I tip it? I don't think so. Sorry. Did that tip, Scopes? The back post? Oh, so it's not official, is not what he's official. saying. He's I mean, not... we, we'll go one more throw. Okay, last one. We gotta, we, someone's got to win this. No matter what. I, I actually a little intimidated the fact that you just stepped into it and didn't even, like, crow hop or anything. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Whoo. I had a pretty good arm. Yeah, I mean, I can tell. You can tell? Good. Yeah, okay, absolutely. I just wanted to make sure you could tell. I just wanted to know that somebody knew I used to play quarterback in the NFL. <laughs> Got it. Oh, man. That one just felt good coming that out. That did. It came out. I can't even get over how the ball pops out of your hand. That was like <laughs> effortless 35-yard throw or 30-yard throw. Damn, okay, I lost. I can deal with it. Go Bills. What an asshole. Nice guest. Sorry, host sorry. He is. I know, I know. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Start clean with Clorox because Clorox delivers a powerful clean every time. Because messes happen. Because... Hey, listen. Remember how you told me to toss those takeout containers before we left for vacation? And you were like, I'm serious. If that leaks over the counter, it'll be a slimy abomination by the time I get back. And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. Don't worry about it. I won't forget. <laughs> well. Ooh, yeah. That happens. So start clean with Clorox. Use Clorox products as directed. Rinse after use if in contact with food surface.